What's going on, everybody? Zach here, the Zach Shanky Podcast. Just uh, coming at you in a morning of the week. <laughs> I don't record these like in order from when I publish them and stuff, so sometimes it's hard for me to say. Um, so I'm actually recording this <laughs> on the Sunday before the Wednesday you're hearing it. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. I don't want to be like, happy Sunday, because it's not Sunday for you. But, <laughs> happy Sunday to me. Um, it's a wonderful Sunday morning. It's, uh, whew, it's like chilly outside. I just love chilly. I don't know. There's just, when weather is chilly, it's amazing. Because you can, you can just wear a t-shirt. Like, right now, I'm just wearing a t-shirt and pajama pants going for a walk, right? And what's cool is that, <laughs> like, I don't know. It, it's just, I warm up. I just started, so I'm still a little cold, but once I'm warmed up, it feels it feels wonderful, right? And if you're not doing like a physical activity like this, you can just pop on a jacket and the weather's perfect. And so anyway, all right, I'm further away from my house now. I can talk a little louder. I just, uh, when I'm close to the house, I don't want to wake people up. <sighs> anyway, guys, so happy day. Um, what I really wanted to talk about today is 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 like I know I've been talking a lot about abundance and opportunity and I I still feel so strongly about that right now and I, I kind of want to explain a little bit more why I want to I want to kind of talk about alternatives I want to talk about alternatives okay what are your options in the world today right now you want to go and make money right you got to support your family you want to live a certain lifestyle you have a dream right and you and you want to support that family and you want to, you want to make that money. And how do you do that though? That's the question. What do you do in order to do that? And this is where things are interesting because I was in that spot. I was in that spot. So what happened to me is I, uh, um, I came back from a mission for my church and, um, I met my wife three months later. And I started dating her and uh, loved her and I loved her kids. She had three kids at the time, my three oldest, who are now, I've now adopted. Happy to say, it took eight years to adopt them, but we got it done. Um, so now they are officially my kids. Um, they always have been. I mean, ultimately, I was the only person they've ever called dad, you know? So, but that's a sidetrack. So anyway, I meet my wife three months after coming home from Mexico. I start, we start dating. Um, eight months later, uh, we got married, I believe it was eight months later. Yes. It was like six months later. I proposed two months after that we got married and, um, we had to elope because we had people in our families that did not approve of said relationship. <laughs> so we, we, we just got married on our own and told people about it afterwards <laughs> and, uh, Greatest decision ever, by the way. Okay, so anyway, so I get married. So now I ha I'm in a situation. I'm in a situation now where I'm a I'm a 20. Um, I guess at that moment, from the time I was married, I was 22 years old. I'm a 22 year old young man, and uh, I have three kids all of a sudden that need to be supported. In this. Because cause now I'm married. They're my, they were my stepkids at the time. But 
man, I just, I loved all of them to death. And at the time I was trying entrepreneurship. I was, I was actually working hard, putting in the hours, but nothing was coming out of it. And there, there had to come a point where I had to postpone entrepreneurship. And at the time it felt like I was quitting entrepreneurship. And I remember I was talking to my mentor at the time. His name is Tony, still one of the greatest mentors I've ever had. And I was telling him, Hey man, I need to, I need to not, I need to go get a job. I need to, you know, pursue other things because I need money. Like I have kids and you know, and, uh, he told me, he's like, listen, I get that. He goes, and I totally support and respect that. He goes, I just don't want you to become a statistic. That's what he told me. He's like, the statistic is if you, if you stop entrepreneurship to go get a job, you are not coming back to entrepreneurship. And he goes, and Zach, you're too good for that. And, and that's what he told me. He said, you're, you're not meant to be an employee. And, uh, and I agreed with him. And I said, listen, I promise you I will not be a statistic. Well, lo and behold, I became a statistic for a while. <laughs> for years. <laughs> okay? So, like, like, all the way up into, in, until I was, uh, I think, when did I, when did I become an entrepreneur again? 29. So, for eight years, I worked. And what I did is I started in, um, I, I was actually working at like a, a video store, like yeah, video rentals, family video. Um, I was working there as an assistant manager and then I ended up quitting that and I worked in sales for a school and then I, I ended up going to that school to learn IT stuff. I got a bunch of certifications in two, in like two seconds and then I got an IT job and then that IT job turned into an engineering job and that was basically my employment situation. So, so think about this. And there was like, I don't even remember the order of things exactly. Like there was a moment I went and worked for Burger King. I was a manager at a Burger King for a little bit. I quit that because they did not understand family was number one. <laughs> there was a day, no joke. I legitimately called in to lie and play hooky. Okay. Uh, come on. Don't, don't tell me you've never done that. Right. <laughs> and I did it because I just wanted to take my family to the county fair and I just, it was one of those things where I'm like, I just really want to do this. So what I did is I called in and I said, Hey, listen, I'm not sick, but my, my wife is sick and we need someone to take care of the kids. And she's not that person today. That was my lie. And I, yeah, it was a lie. Is it right to lie? No. Okay. It was not necessarily the right thing to do, but their response was unacceptable. Their response was, Oh, that's not good, Zach. And I'm like, Oh, okay. I quit. <laughs> like that was it. I'm like, if, if that story was true and you're telling, you're telling me that this is like, like the, the correct response would be, okay, cool. Let's find a solution so that you can be at home with your family. Right? Like, and that was not the response and it was just not good. So I quit. Um, and then I worked at Target too. I got fired from Target. We'll, we'll go into that story another day. It was a silly thing. And so anyway, long story short, I spent um, eight years, the vast majority of that, those eight years was as an engineer. I'd say probably five of the eight years was an engineer. And, uh, I got back into entrepreneurship. Why? Well, I was working so hard guys. Oh, and I had a paper route too in the morning, like driving around delivering papers in the morning. I had to do that from 2.30 AM until 6 AM every morning. I worked at Best Buy too, somewhere in there. And, uh, that was so I would do the paper route and then I would go to Best Buy. This was while I was going to school to get IT stuff. So when it came to like Thanksgiving, 
if you've ever seen a newspaper on Thanksgiving, those things are so big. So Thanksgiving, I started at 1 a.m. and went until 8 a.m. And then I had to make it to Best Buy, my day job, at 9 a.m. And then I worked all night because it's Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Yeah, it sucked. It was like, I was like 28 hours of nonstop going. Um, it was not fun at all. <laughs> anyway, so I was working my butt off, guys. That's the point here. Okay, because I wanted to supply a lifestyle and, and support my family. And I was willing to work and put in the time and the energy to make it happen. There came a point in time as an engineer. I kept advancing the ranks to become one of the senior engineers. There's only three of us, me and two other guys. And we had to basically lead every project in some way, shape, or form, unless it was a really small one. But most of these projects were not really small. They almost sent me to Europe. They had a big project in Europe. And I straight up told them no, because that would have been like three months away from home. And I'm like, I can't, I won't do that. And uh, so they said, okay, cool. And they, they just assigned me to like more jobs here in the States. <laughs> um, I did go to Mexico plenty of times and Canada plenty of times for this, this job and stuff. But no, when it was like Europe for three months, I'm like, no, 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 guys, come on. You're killing me as is just by staying around in this in this one continent. <clears throat> so anyway, <laughs> so it was it, it that was my employment situation. And was I making money? Yes. Was I supporting my family? Yes. So much so that we moved from Wisconsin to Oklahoma. We had two car payments going on. We had all this stuff, and it was all paid for. Like I was I was paying it just fine. No no real financial stress in the world. Here's here's the financial stress that occurred. It was when we decided we wanted to buy something else. I had zero freedom to increase that amount of money I was making. I had zero input, zero say. I couldn't work harder or make more. I could, if I worked less, I made the same. Like, it was just dumb, in, in, in my opinion, right? Plus, being away from home, I was having marital problems. I was having um, just not good relationships with my kids and uh, I'm just grateful that 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 time didn't totally sabotage those relationships it almost did but it didn't and that's really that's really the most important thing here is you have options to support your family right you could be an employee you could be an employer right you you could be self-employed okay that's what most people think about most people don't even talk about investing. That's not even a thing. Myself, I was in that boat too. I never even thought of it. So anyway, as I'm going through this pain of being an engineer and leaving my family away for half a month every month, there came a point in time where I was like, you know what? I want freedom. I want freedom of time, freedom of money. And the best way for me to do that is to be a business owner. So the next decision, what business am I going to own? I was very interested in IT work, obviously. I'm very good at that. That's something that I've always been really good at. And so I thought, oh, what if I start an IT company? So I do research on current IT companies, residential IT, corporate IT, and, and like different organizations that are, exist currently in this area. Um, there's not a lot, um, which I thought was a good thing at the time. Little did I know that actually means it's a bad thing. It means 
nobody's buying it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I don't know about IT. Then I find out, oh, I also wanted to start my own internet company. I found out all the, my goodness, you need millions and millions of dollars for that. And then I thought, okay, what if I want to start my own reptile shop? I knew, I knew of a guy that ran a reptile shop in Wisconsin very successfully. I'm like, man, that'd be so cool. I love reptiles. Like, I mean, I love reptiles, okay? They are so great. Um, I just asked my wife the other day for a bearded dragon again. Get back into reptiles. And, and she, she said no. She had good points. Ugh, it's not time yet. Ugh, I just, I love reptiles. So I thought, oh, I'll start a reptile shop. Oh my gosh, guys, the overhead involved. Do a little research, right? The overhead involved there was like insane. And so I'm like, oh, okay, okay, that's not it. That's not it. Maybe it is, just not not first. You know, I need I need something where I don't have to put up like a million dollars in capital. What can I do there, right? And so I started, I kept looking, I kept looking. I had a million other ideas of things that maybe I could do that for business. And uh, ultimately it boiled down to affiliate marketing. And when I discovered affiliate marketing, I thought, okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. And I dove in hard. Like, like, oh my gosh, my, I guarantee you my performance as an engineer dropped pretty drastically because I was not focused on that. Nope. I was constantly focused on affiliate marketing and uh, obsessed, just completely obsessed. Lo and behold, I had some successes there, but there was also some challenges. And it uh, got to the point where I said, you know what, I think I want to start an agency because I think I'll make more money. And then there was challenges there. And, and it's been this process of having an idea, executing, making some money, and then having problems. And then, you know, and I've had partnership problems. I've had um, f even family problems, you know. I mean, I still, I'm, I was still working a lot, even though, yeah, it's better. I'm at home. I'm not traveling. Okay, so that pretty much saved my marriage. However, at the same time, I'm still working a lot. Now, now the problem is, well, you're home, but you're not home. Right. And how do you flip that switch? Like, let's say, let's say I'm just like, I'm done for the day and I leave the office. How do I turn on the switch of like, turn off business and turn on family time? Like how, how did you do that? That was a hard thing that I had to work out and figure out. And, um, anyway, long story short, I finally, I finally have amazing partners. I have a system for my agency that is, is con it's con constant and consistent I have a marketing system, a sales system, a fulfillment system. Everything's cool. We have people that we pay to do things, and they're awesome. All of that is super cool, and, and, and it's awesome. Now, the time and energy it took to put that all together this year. I'm telling you, this year, like we were doing agency work last year, but we, we were more or less developing strategy because we were like tired of running a campaign and failing. <laughs> so we're like, okay, let's, let's hunker down on a strategy. And we finally did. And we did this year, 2021. And, uh, so the agency running the way it has been is pretty new, but we love it. We love it, man. It's, it's more than paying the bills. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal and, and not really a lot of time and energy putting into it now, personally, myself. That said, how much time and energy did I put into it to get it to this point? Like so much, like so much, you guys, it, it was really bad. Like it was just a lot of work and 
and it was like stressful and it was hard all that stuff to make it what it is today and we're not done with it i'm just i'm just letting you know where i'm at on my journey because the thing is is being a business owner sounds great and, and it is great okay but it sounds better than it is it sounds so much better than it is the idea behind being a business owner is that you don't ever have to go into the business right let's just say you had a gym for example the idea behind it would be okay i have personal trainers at the gym i have people at the front desk at the gym I have people doing like the laundry and cleaning machines and stuff at the gym and therefore I don't even have to go into the gym and it's just making money for me. Okay, but there that's not how it goes. <laughs> that's not how it works out. I know a guy who who runs a pretty pretty massive um like insect fighting company uh in Cal out of California. So he he actually lives in Wisconsin. Um, but his company is in California and, um, that guy was working hard all the time. Now, did, now he was making bank. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's still, he still probably makes more than me, but that, that'll switch by the end of the year here. But he's, he's awesome. What a great guy. And I always asked him questions about his business. He told me it took him eight years, eight years of grinding, like <clears throat> not a little bit of grinding, but like like really seriously working all the time kind of grinding to get to the point where now he works from home he handles the business from home in order to make the amount of money that he makes now i say works from home there guys there are times where he works all day you know even after i don't know over a decade now of having this business he still has days where he's working all day and ultimately, guys, that's what I want to get rid of. You know what I'd rather do all day? I'd rather spend time on my homestead. I'd rather do things with my horse. Or I'd rather figure out better ways to, to water the animals or to water the garden or to automate that process or to, to grow things, grow more things. I'm going to use my land. I've got 10 acres of land, guys. I'm barely touching it. Barely touching it. I can do so much with this. I could have a market garden. I could have way more animals, right? And that's stuff that excites me. Why am I so interested in homesteading? It's not that I'm interested in homesteading, I'm interested in being independent. How cool would it be? Here's a little vision cast for you. How cool would it be if you didn't have to do grocery shopping? Just a thought. I've got a lot of mouths to feed here at home. I spend a lot of money on groceries, <laughs> right? I spend a lot of money on groceries. How cool would it be instead of going grocery stop shopping? How cool would it be if the grocery stores paid you <coughs> to not go shopping? And what I'm referring to, this is called a market garden. It's basically where um, it's basically where you grow so much crop, whatever it might be, lettuce, tomatoes, whatever it is, that stores buy it from you. You still you have enough to feed your family. And stores pay for what's what's left over. And of course, is there a lot of work involved there? Yeah, you have to like be planting every week, be harvesting twice a week, and you have to like water at specific schedules. Some plants need shade half the day, some plants don't, some plants need shade all day, right? Like you have to you have to be very cognizant of all those things. But my thing is is I would much rather spend time doing stuff like that, doing stuff that gives 
me more independence that furthers my uh, my mission to you know our, our mission is do more of the things you love with the people you love most at the end of the day and uh, I, I also want <laughs> I also want to travel even if right now it's just within the US it'd still be cool it'd still be awesome to go and visit some of these people that that I've grown to, to love and care for that are in, in our team and stuff like that. I'd, I'd love to just go and visit them, hang out with them. The only person that I've ever actually physically met that's currently on our team is Travis. Because <laughs> him and I went to an event together and that was a great experience. It was great meeting him in person and like just chatting with him and stuff. It was so wonderful. So I want that to be more regular. And uh, anyway, guys, my point is business owner and having dreams like that. They don't go hand in hand unless your business is your garden. <laughs> okay, if that's your business, then okay, you can make that a thing. Um, the problem is when your business, when the thing you love becomes your business, guess what? You don't love it anymore. It's very rare that you actually still love it. <laughs> it's just the thing that happens. <laughs> okay. Um, so that said, I, I'd rather not it be my main business. So what's the solution? This whole thing, this whole topic I was talking about for the last 20 minutes, we talked about employment, we talked about business ownership, self-employed is in between. What's the solution to, to properly caring <clears throat> for your family? Uh, and that's financially, supporting them financially, but also having the time to support them in other ways. Physically, emotionally, mentally. I'm, I'm really grateful. Um, I have an 18-year-old son. And uh, I'm grateful that he kind of listened. And, and he, he, you know, was the oldest one to experience my transition from employee to business owner and to have and the mindset shift that I've had personally. And he noticed it. And he's, he's finding himself in, the, in, the, in between employee and business owner mindset right now. He's experiencing pushback every time he mentions his dreams to anyone, to his grandma who he lives with, to his girlfriend's family, like anyone, they, they push back on his dreams because they're, they have strictly an employee mindset and he's struggling. He's in the in-between right now. We've all been there. I'm just happy that he learned some stuff <laughs> from me and my crazy transition. Um, but, but, uh, so what's the solution then? What's the solution? Okay. This is what I'm all getting to. I know lately my last my last few podcasts have all been basically big promotions of prosperity movement, but I am such a firm, firm, firm believer in this movement. I just can't see. I can't see it. I I can't not say anything. Like, I I would be a jerk face if I didn't say anything. Like that's how big of a deal this is. This is such a big deal. Such a big deal, guys. You can spend an hour a day and make a million dollars, but in the end of 12 months, starting with a hundred dollars, an hour a day, starting with a hundred dollars, you can turn that hundred bucks into a million dollars. That's realistic, by the way. Monday through Friday, by the way, not even Saturday, Sunday. And that's a real thing. Oh my gosh. I would not have been prepared for this. I had to go through what I went through to see this opportunity in the way it is. But man, if I didn't have to, I would have loved to be an engineer 
and to be doing that trading thing an hour a day for, for a whole year. And then you know what I do? I take half my earnings, 500,000, maybe not even that much, maybe even just 100,000 to replace my income from the job and then quit and then keep growing with the other 900,000. And the next year I'd take a pay raise, right? Like, I don't understand. Um, I like heard something really weird next to me. I wonder if there's a deer in there. Anyway, I don't understand why some people I present this to, they, they don't, they don't see it. They don't get it. Oh my gosh, guys, this is so powerful. You just have to be a little bit patient. You don't have to learn a million things. You have to learn one thing. And not just one thing about trading. Obviously, there's there's multiple aspects to the trading. You have to look at candle patterns and learn how to read certain charts and things like that. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yes, yes. Let's say it took you two years, an hour a day, to hit a million dollars. Would it be worth it? Tell me. You tell me. Tell me of another opportunity where you can spend an hour a day, five days a week, for two years and make a million dollars. And that's a realistic metric, guys. That is a realistic metric. I want to I want to make a million dollars before the end of this year. That'll be like, I don't know, what, what does that turn out to? Seven months? Eight months? Eight months becoming a millionaire? That sounds even better, right? That sounds amazing. Okay. My point here, guys is that it is doable, it is possible, I know it is, I have seen it, I have experienced it, I have seen other people do it. I'm watching people grow their accounts on a daily basis. I'm watching people make mistakes as well. And what's cool is they learn from them. I was just talking to a guy on Saturday, um, great guy, and he said, look, he broke the rules, we have rules with the trading. Once you hit your goal percentage for the day, you're done. Stop. Don't keep going. And he didn't listen. He kept going. <laughs> he ended up way over his percentage, and he was, like, super happy. But he kept going. And then eventually he, he started losing. And he came back down, and he hit his percentage for the day. He landed right on that same percentage. So he just, he just spent the last couple of hours wasting his time. Because he went way, way, way up, and then he went right back down. That's why an hour a day. Hit your percentage and get out. There's there's some magic, magic thing with that. I don't know the magic. I don't. I can't explain the magic. I just know it's a thing. Hit your percentage and get out. That's it. All you got to worry about. So, um, guys, <laughs> do you want to learn? <laughs> do you do you want to know how how to do that? How to turn a hundred bucks into a million bucks in one or two years. One year, honestly, is so darn realistic. If you take a hundred bucks and you compound it at 4%, which is about an hour of trading, compound it at 4% a day, five days a week for a year, it's actually over $2 million. So by me saying a hundred to 1 million, I'm saying you're doing half that. <laughs> okay. Like that's because you have to keep in mind, you're not going to win every day. Okay. You might, you might hit 3% one day instead of four. You know, stuff like that. So let's just say half. A million dollars. What if what if it was a million dollars over two years? What does that mean? That means that your first year you hit five hundred thousand. Is it okay to spend an hour a day for a year to make five hundred thousand dollars? I would say yes. Right? That's the power. That's the power 
what I'm trying to tell you. I'm telling you realistic numbers, very realistic numbers, okay? Now, is there stuff you have to learn? Yes. Yes. Is it easy to learn? No. Is it simple? Yes. It's pretty simple. You push a button based on your predictions of what it's going to do. Is it going to go up or is it going to go down? That's it. That's the, that's the simplicity of it. How do you predict which way it's going to go? Well, that's where it gets a little more complicated. But you can learn it. I guarantee you, you can learn it because I've been able to learn it. My partner's learning it. And let me tell you guys something. Brian is a sharp, a sharp guy. He's smart. He is smart. But when it comes to learning something new, he will openly admit that he struggles learning new things. He will openly admit it. Okay? But he is learning it. And if, so if he can do it, where he's, he's always struggled learning new things in his life, and he's doing this successfully, that is saying something. That is really saying something. And I, I promise you, you can do it. We've got people that are in their 50s. We've got people that are in their 60s. We've got kids in their teens learning this. Like, you can do it. Like, I promise you, you can do it. You just have to be patient with yourself. You have to be patient with yourself and you have to keep going. The only reason people fail is because, number one, they quit. Number two, they don't reach out for support when they need it. Um, and I forgot the third one. <laughs> so you reach out for support when you need it and don't quit. And whatever the third one is. <laughs> I can't even remember it off the top of my head. Guys, I know you can do it. Oh, third one is don't, they don't follow the rules. Follow the rules. The rules are there for a reason. Be patient. Just because you get 4%, don't think, okay, now I'm going to get 10% in a day. Stop it. Stop it. There's absolutely no reason to be greedy. No reason for it. Spend a year mastering the skill. Mastering the skill. You'll never, ever have to worry about money again. Like, that's it's, it's such a huge deal. And this is why I keep talking about abundance. I keep talking about prosperity because I've never seen an opportunity. You don't have to work all the time. In order to build a business, you don't have to worry about all the marketing and hiring someone for the marketing and hiring someone for the content development and hiring someone for this or that just so that you can have some time for yourself and now you lost revenue. You don't have to go through all that crap. You don't have to go through all that crap. Your family doesn't have to go through all that crap. Listen, business ownership is, is huge. It's a big deal in this country and I'm not trying to say that that's not important. It is important. But what could you do then? Let's say, let's say you're making $100,000 in a day. My mentor right now is making $200,000 in a day using the same system. Let's say you're making hundred grand in a day. What could you do with that? What could you do with that? Who, what kind of businesses could you support? Right? So instead of being the business owner, why don't you go and help out a business, invest giving them the capital that they're looking for, you make an X percentage of whatever revenue, whatever percentage of, of stock in the company, all of a sudden now your income is growing in other, other avenues and the business owner loves you because you just gave them a bunch of capital. And guess what? You don't have to be like a shark. You don't have to be like the sharks on Shark Tank where you try to get so much out of it in order to, uh, you know, just because you're a shark. <laughs> and I'm not saying the sharks are greedy. The sharks are powerful because you know what they do? They spend their time and energy in those businesses. When, when someone at that caliber is putting their time and energy into a business, I understand why, why they have sharky deals. 
That makes sense to me. But what if you didn't have any time or energy for the business? What if you said, listen, I'm not going to really help you because I'm not a business person. Uh, Like I am personally myself. I'm just saying for you, maybe you don't have a lot of business experience. Awesome. So what you do is you say, look, I don't have a lot of business experience, but I do have a lot of money. So tell you what, I'll give you X amount of dollars for X percentage and make it like a no brainer duh deal. You do that enough times, all of a sudden you're, you're making revenue off of other businesses, which continue to grow your trading accounts. <laughs> and you're spending an hour a day on trades. Like, do you, do you see, do you see the power of this? This is so, mm, I just want to shake people and be like, look at this. Open your eyes. You could do so many things. What if you want to do a homestead like I'm doing? And I, I don't want this just to be a homestead. I want this to be a farm, which means... Is a little bit different than a homestead. A homestead feeds your family. A farm helps to feed other people. You sell your goods. Now, I don't want to be the one doing all the work, but I want to work in that stuff because it's fun. Do you know how great it is to like build something with your hands? Look, I build things digitally all the time, and that's kind of fun. There's a level of satisfaction, but it doesn't touch. It doesn't scratch the surface of building something with my own hands. The other day, I put together a rain collection system right before we had four days of rain. I filled up a whole garbage can of water, filtered, for the most part, filtered water. We have screen, I put some screens in between so that no bugs got into it. And now we have all this water (laughs) that we don't know what to do with (laughs) because it's not in the best spot in the world. So we're working on that still, but, but it was so fun and it was so satisfying after the rain stopped yesterday. And I went out and I'm like, let me check this water. And the whole thing was full. Are you kidding me? Do you know how much water we, we use? on a day-to-day basis for our animals and stuff. It's like a lot. So it'd be cool to just, every time it rains, what if I had like five of those systems? How long would it last? Would it last long enough before the next rain? Hopefully, you know? Anyway, I'm just, I'm blabbing. My point is, guys, the opportunity is is just so massive. Like, it is just so huge. And, like, I, I don't even know, I don't even have words to describe I can't wait to the day I meet Justin, my mentor in, uh, in person, Justin and Kevin and Colin. Man, I want to give those guys a nice big hug because they introduced it to me. If it wasn't for them, I never would have discovered this. I would have kept a blind eye to trading because I've seen it. I just, did, I just ignored it. I didn't understand the true value of it. And to have found people that are actually doing it, not people that have been doing it for 15 years, people that started last year and are already millionaires, right? Those kinds of people, that's what I wanted to learn. And, and oh man, I just love it to death. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I've blabbed on for 35 minutes. I can't believe that. Sorry for the lengthy podcast, but appreciate you listening. As always, have a great week. I look forward to talking to you next time.